Anxiety likes a blank canvas. It's part of an occasional series about phrases that this therapist finds himself repeating often. It's a reading from a recent Medium post. As a clinician in private practice, one of the phrases that I hear myself repeating often is, anxiety likes a blank canvas. This emphasizes several aspects of anxiety. One, anxiety is about a possible future that has not happened yet. Two, anxiety explores options, especially dangerous feeling what-ifs. And three, when there is a lot of blank canvas, there is ample room to paint. Let's start with the first one. Anxiety is about a possible future. You see, the blank canvas is full of possibilities. We can paint happy trees, like Bob Ross, or scary monsters. The future is open to us. But the physical feelings of anxiety are very present, and in this present, you may feel your muscles tighten, your heart rate increase, that itchiness in your abdomen, the changes in breathing so that your breath becomes shallow and short instead of long and relaxed. Yet in our minds, our thoughts are generally consumed with the future. And as I've noted before, anxiety likes to time travel to a possible future. But because this future is unwritten, or unpainted, we should say, our wonderfully imaginative brains can fill in lots of gaps as to what might happen, eventually creating such a detailed picture that it feels, or I'm sorry, it feels as if this imagined outcome is actually happening. Point two, remember that your brain is trying to protect you. You see, we can spend a lot of time being frustrated with an anxious brain, or we can see it for what it is, our armor. Generally, those of us who have more anxiety have had an event, or maybe multiple events, that involved a lower-grade threat all the way to a potentially life-threatening catastrophe. But no matter the intensity or duration of the anxiety-producing event, our present brain wants to make sure that we do not go through that again. So our brain becomes a sort of sentry, a protector, a lookout for danger. And this is where having a blank canvas future is challenging. The anxious lookout brain begins to see all sorts of what-ifs in the blank space of the canvas. What if I didn't turn off the oven? What if that noise is someone in my apartment? What if my child is still doing this when they're an adult? What if I lose my job? Remember that the what-ifs are about a possible future that has not happened yet, whether that future is something that could happen in the next hour, like an anticipated disastrous meeting, or in several decades, such as dying alone. That future has not happened yet, even though it may feel as if it is. This is just how our brains work. So point three, what do we do 
with a blank canvas. Well, we start to choose how to fill it in instead of letting our anxious brain do it for us. So we pause, take a deep breath, remind ourselves to be in this present moment. Then from that calmer place, we can acknowledge the possible anxiety-producing outcome. Once we have acknowledged it, not fought it, but acknowledged it, we can look for other possible futures, not only the ones from which our brain is attempting to protect us. We may paint using reminders about past good outcomes, remembering back to when this scenario went, you know, just okay, or even when everything worked out well. We may paint with some research that shows us that statistically, our chances of getting attacked by a shark are pretty low. But that anxious part of your brain is not typically interested in statistics, but the calmer, more present part of us can better acknowledge what is a real risk and what is not. And we may paint with the colors of our present as a way of filling in the space on the canvas. This way, our, quote, protector, end quote, doesn't have room to imagine all the potential nightmares. Above all, remember to be kind to yourself. That also means being kind to that part of yourself that worries. Be gentle with events that have happened in your past. They have shaped you and made you aware of dangers that might happen, that did happen at one time. But then come back to the present, look at that blank canvas, and choose what you paint next. Hmm. Maybe some happy trees? As a note of explanation, I'm a clinical social worker, and I work in a fairly rural area with few clinicians. So if you're a licensed mental health professional like me, it is a place where you can still make a good go of it in private practice. But what that also means is that you will work with a wide variety of people, even more so if you are willing to and competent working with children. For me, I see children, adolescents, and adults with a few older adults and couples thrown in, too. It can make for a fun and varied day in the office. If you're listening to this recording and it's helpful, I'm glad. But um, please know that listening to something like this, while it may be educational and helpful, is no substitute for seeing a clinician. So I hope that you're able to find somebody in your area that, uh, that you feel a good alliance with and can be helpful to you. <laughs>